Welcome to Eclipsed, a Heroes podcast where two old school Heroes fangirls rewatch the show, talk about it, defend its honor. We also watch the show that happened after the show. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week, I don't even know what fucking episode we're on because the, the, the numbering's all weird on the pirate site where we watch the show. <laughs> Season one, I, episode five, The Lion's Den. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I knew the title from when you wrote it in your notes, but that was literally, I was like, wait, so I click on four to watch five. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> All I was going to do that before you got I was going to do is reborn on anything check, but I don't think it is, so. It, it's, I'm, I could assure you it's probably not, um, just check monthly. Nope. <laughs> yeah, I'll check at the beginning of next month. So. Oh God, it's uh, it's it's probably never going to be on anything, and that's okay. I'm used to watching stuff off of a uh, site website name. I'm not going to say the name of yeah, it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Every time I always like, hey, this site's great. It dies. So I'm not I'm not doing that. R.I.P. Prime Wire. You were the best of us. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, so so episode five. So that's like, that's not even in the middle, is it? No, there's 13 episodes. We've got eight more to go. And there's stuff that happens to this episode that I'm like, we're st- we still have eight episodes. <laughs> I'm seriously sat here like, this could have been half as long and it would have been fine. Like, I've gotten so impatient in my old age. I have, let me tell you what I have no time for. I have no time for 25 to 23 episode anything. Fuck mm-hmm. literally all of that. And... I, I'm getting itchy around 13 episode things now. <laughs> I'm just like, it's too long. It's too fucking long. <laughs> Half of this episode is people going, I'll tell you everything. And they tell us nothing. <laughs> so it's driving me crazy, but that's fine. Um, before we begin, we actually have a little bit of Heroes related news um, about my favorite person on the cast, uh, do you, do you want to talk about it or like? What, it's what Quinto do? News Network time, baby. Our favorite offshoot of the Heroes News Network. Uh, story one: Zachary Quinto is going to be on this new season of American Horror Story, and this was brought to our attention from Emma in the Discord. I don't think it's been like Woo! official, official anywhere, but like I think Deadline and Variety both reported on it. That he's going to be returning to season 11, so. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah. We literally, Rachel and myself were just talking about how we didn't think it would ever happen again. <laughs> like, literally, having, like, two having, days before. Having, having, like, a separate American Horror Story <laughs> conversation, we were just like, well, that's never going to happen. Like, yeah, uh-huh. So, I am beyond pleased. I am so excited. Oh, my fucking God. I hope he's not on for, like, two episodes. That would make me really sad. But um, I'll take what I can get, I guess. True. So, true. You know. God. I'm, I'm really upset here. Like, how did they talk him back into it? Because he was, like, not that stoked with what happened in Asylum. Um, it's pretty well known that he didn't think his character was going to end up being another serial killer. <laughs> and, uh, and it was. And he was very game about it. But, um, yeah, that wasn't what he was thinking would happen. So, Looking at the leaks for this season and, like, like it's going to be, like, a period piece, 70s or 80s. Mm-hmm. Looks and like 70s. Some of the other stuff that we've seen surrounding it, I think that might have what might have been what sold him on it. Yeah, I think so, too. And it's like, he's worked with Ryan Murphy since. It's not like he didn't, you know, I mean, Boys in the Band happened. So it's not like they're, you know, not on terms or whatever. But he has been, I think, off of the show the longest in the, like, 
initial repertory of people. Mm-hmm. Right? I think so. Because even, cause even Connie Britton's been back once, right? Has she ever been back? Did she show, uh, didn't she show up in Apocalypse? She showed up for like a second, right? I think so. Because it was like Ben and Viv, but I mean, obviously not Violet because, you know, Thais is yeah. doing whatever. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. God, we're gonna have to check on that. Um, but yeah, he's, he's one of the people who's like never been back after the first two. Mm -hmm. And that's rare. A lot of the others have at least made little cameos and stuff. So this is very exciting. I'm very excited. (laughs) I'm going to be very annoying when this is all. Hopefully it's better in season 10 god you know i didn't hate all of season 10 though no like, no I, it has cool stuff but it's not what people think yeah yeah my absolute insanity at trying to to put a megaphone to people's faces and be like red tide sucked like, <laughs> yeah there were cool <laughs> moments and cool characters but the actual story sucked like yeah yeah and y'all are pissing all over the alien one. And why? It was interesting. Exactly. Oh, the fans, they don't know. They don't know nothing. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I, I'm, I'm going to, oh my God, I'm so excited. This is going to be the best October ever. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. We yeah. should be seeing like more official announcements, I'd imagine, about like what the theme and everything is for it so like next month probably yeah they wait a long time now remember back in the day let me let me take my walker out and i'll hand you your cane remember back in the day when like american horror story would promote itself throughout an entire summer yes and then debut in the fall but now it's kind of like oh yeah this is happening like a month before <laughs> it's like... i think they were able to get away with it this year because of american horror stories because that was the oh, Comic-Con, like, stuff, I think, for it there this year. It, yeah, it was. But it's just kind of funny. I just thought about that. I was like, damn, we used to have months of weird promos and stuff, and now it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, remember American Horror Story? That's still on. That's coming back. You better get ready. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> We're extra ready to do. I haven't seen him in anything in a minute. I'm starved. I'm parched. Um, well, you won't be starred for long because there's another piece <laughs> of Zachary Quinto related news. What? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm a baby bird. Feed me. Cheap, cheap. Cheap, cheap. All right. So <laughs> this one my sister told me about. I wouldn't have known unless she told me. Zachary Quinto is on the new season of Who Do You Think You Are? Which is a genealogy um, series on NBC. I think season three was last in 2018, and this season is season four, and they finally have it back on. I think he's the finale, but I'm not sure. He is. I already looked up where I could watch this, and he's the final of that of that season. Yeah, you can watch it on NBC.com, so it's really easy to find this. Um, it's a Double Heroes related, though, because Zachary Levi also has an episode in this season. <laughs> Both the Zacharys in one season. And I think the whole season looks like it would be fun to watch. You got Billy Porter, Nick Offerman, Allison Janney, and Bradley Whitford with the two Zacks. So, yeah. Two West Wing people? Sign me the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> My cat is choosing now to play with a loud toy, so apologies. Um, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's part of the podcast. One of the cats is always doing something. Gotta, You're in a fun mood today, little man. Gotta get up to some kind of shenanigans. But you can watch... Yep. 
uh, Levi's and Quinto's and any of the other four episodes on NBC.com. So it's really easy to find right now if you want to watch it wherever. So God, I should. I should do that. Because like I was saying to Rachel, from what I understand about that show, they don't even air it if it's not interesting. Because like some people, you know, they don't find anything like terribly like, I don't know, like a good story, you know, out of mm-hmm. it. But if he's like the finale and everything, this must be pretty interesting. Like there's this show and then there's the one on PBS. And I think the one on PBS is always more interesting to watch, like they, in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. What's the one on PBS called? It's like Finding Your Roots or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's Finding Your Roots. Because it has an actual, like, host with it, you know? Whereas, like, Who Do You Think You Are? I don't think really has a host. It's just, like, we kind of go along the journey with the celebrity. Yeah, like, they just tell them stuff and, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Maybe I'll watch that at the gym. Maybe that's what I'll do. That'd be a good gym show. Yeah, right? Yay, uh, yay, Quinto News Network back. Back, back, back again. (laughs) My favorite but that's all that's all the quinto you get cuz he's not in the show. So, let's um, Yep. <laughs> let's let's continue with the actual episode, yes? Yeah, the lions then. So, we jump back in the episode right in the aftermath of Molly taking her life where Quentin, Noah, and Taylor are fleeing the guards. And it's a short scene where, you know, Noah's just like, "What was she even talking about?" <laughs> and we need to go to Erica for answers. She's going to be the one that's going to have the answers. While they are fleeing, we instead go up to uh, Quebec, St. Pierre, and we have Melina and Farah. And Farah was this episode's, I couldn't remember their name <laughs> for me. Oh, no. <laughs> that was the big one where I couldn't remember Farah's name. Uh, I couldn't remember uh, Erica's daughter. So it says Erica's daughter in my notes a bunch mm, for, mm. for like a minute. <laughs> Every once in a while, I forget Erica's name too, but they'll, they'll, they'll mm. eventually sink in. Melina wonders why she and Farrah are up there in Quebec. And Farrah's just like, listen, you know, when the moment comes, I know you're going to be ready to do what you need to do. Uh, but I need you to stay put for a second. Don't use your powers. I got, I'm here. We're waiting for so." She doesn't give her, like, complete details about why they're there. She's like, you just have to wait here while I go somewhere real quick. <laughs> so Melina has to stay put in this, like, little shed building. Yeah. This, again, this, like, this uh... show loves to do little scenes that are like, boop, 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 boop. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. And again, the recurring theme of, you know, oh, I'll tell you everything, but no. (laughs) (sighs) So close. So close so far. Uh, Let's go to Renatus. And Erica's in her office and she's (laughs) seeing a video of all the cosplayers at the gates. And she's like, what's what's going on? And Harris is like, they're doing some kind of scavenger hunt because Renatus publishes Evernow. He says that Ren set it up and Erica's like, well, this is clearly a Trojan horse to get past security because she knows that obviously Miko is going to be one of the people there. And she tells Harris, all right, you need you to take the sword to my place, get out of here. And, and she asks about the, um, how Epic is doing. And he's like, well, what little we ended up getting downloaded from Molly is still useful and it has been handed over to law enforcement for their use now. And then Erica's just like, oh, all the time and the effort and the money and look at all we've gotten out of it. Like, so much wasted. And (laughs) to distract her, he's like, well, you know, we could just arrest these cosplayers out here and get them off our back. And she's like, no, they're all customers and they all have cell phone cameras and I don't need that to go viral. (laughs) Which I mean, fair. She has a point. So she's like, well, send one of you to go get Miko and I need the other to go take care of Molly's body. And Harris just cuts off his little tip of his finger to grow another one right then and there. 
And we see him go down to the gate and tell security to let them through. And when the gates open up, of course, Miku and Ren enter. So they're in. It was uh, it was so gross when the little fingers started growing a new him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The special effects on this show aren't that bad. Like, they're pretty okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've definitely, you know, advanced in the years since the original show. <laughs> Gave them a little more Which things they could play with. wanted to do with. more than it could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So go over to Tommy, mm-hmm. who is in custody. Um... They're, you know, they're just talking about how, you know, like, registration is the law, and they, they, they're they making him go through all the things for it. They're doing, like, a retina scan, they're drawing more blood, they're doing a DNA swab, they're forcing a tracking unit on him. It's all just so fucked. Mm-hmm. Uh, just treating him like a criminal, just for being who he is. It's, like, so, it's so dark. <laughs> like, like, this, this is the world that it led to, huh? Like, yeah. Like, it's interesting because this is definitely the bureaucracy of it. Yes. Like, they're getting him registered and it's, like, seriously fucked. It's very, it's kind of company-ish, you know what I mean? Because they've got a tracking device and yeah. everything. It's, it's company, it's, but it's, like, company protocols in the hands of, like, the feds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah. It's not as, like, you know, deadly as we've been seeing with some others, like, at the beginning of the show. Right. So he's not clearly been taken by necessarily the wrong party here at the hospital. <laughs> he wasn't grabbed by, like, you know, someone more nefarious. No, but they're just, like, so bigoted. It's, yes. It's just yes. so gross. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like even just when he gets his mouth swabbed, the the person doing it, like, grabs his face really aggressively. Yeah. Like, it's just so fucked. It's, like, definitely dehumanizing the whole yes. thing. Yeah. Absolutely. No wonder, you know, people wouldn't want to willingly do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just seeing little little bits of that. And then um, it goes over to something else. Like Rachel said, it goes like, boop, boop, boop. Um, so we see um, Carlos returning with the Venga Mobile. I call it the Venga Mobile now because that pleases me. So <laughs> El Vengador Mobile, Venga Mobile. Um, and he finds everyone's gone at the garage. Um, but then he finds that the mask is out. It's like out on the car and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> like something happened. Mm-hmm. Shimmer, Heroes Reborn. Twinkle, twinkle. <laughs> um, so we go back over to, uh, Noah and Quentin and it says Erica's daughter in my notes. Um, so. Taylor. <laughs> I know it's Taylor, but in this part <laughs> it says Erica's daughter because I couldn't remember her. <laughs> I had to wait for Erica to say it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So. Noah, Quentin, and Taylor are walking around still um, after, you know, the Molly thing. And they're just, like, going deeper into the building. And they come upon what is um, very interesting. It's a bunch of different um, seeds that are being stored. It's a seed bank. And they're like, you don't do this unless you're doing something big. Like, on this level... This is like you're you're looking to repopulate. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. Um, they try to be like, Taylor, what's your mom up to? And she's like, I don't know, dude. Like, I don't exactly know what she's up to. Uh, they're loading things up for transport. And it becomes very clear that what they're going to have to do is Taylor's going to have to get a hold of her mom and mend fences, even if she's an evil bitch. Because <laughs> her words, not mine. Um because they need to figure out what she's up to, and she's, like, their best way in at this point. Yeah. A seed bank. Interesting. Repopulation, huh? Mm-hmm. Everybody's just a bunch of Adam Monroe's, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't set up this far in advance. 
No, he didn't, but everybody's, it's like us, all the Linderman thing, which was part of Adam's thing, and like, yeah, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of little Adam and Rose everywhere. Yep, yep, yep. Gotta destroy yeah. the world, baby. Gotta destroy it to save mm-hmm. it. Uh, so after that, we switch over to Luke, who's by himself still, mm-hmm. and he has his gun out because he's uh, back in front of a house. And he realized when he has the keys, like, oh, that's that's his house. He's back home. And he very smartly has his gun out just in case Joanne is there yeah. or anyone else. Um, good on him. Good survival instinct, I suppose. Um, he goes back to his house. It's clear that, you know, no one's been there for a while because they've been off on their little murder trip. There's mail piled up, in, you know, the other side of the door. And he's looking around. And this is just like Luke's, like, nostalgia tour um, episode. Yeah. Because he just, like, he sees their wedding photo and he gets all sad. And then, like, there's photos of their kid everywhere. And he starts going through the old mail, like, bills and everything. And he's just getting upset. And that's just kind of all we see at first. Everyone else has got crazy shit happening this episode. And he just gets to be home in his house sad the whole episode, so. Yeah, until the end, his is very, like, reserved and, like, quiet. Mm-hmm. So let's go back up to Quebec. Farah is waiting and she's been waiting for a while because she finally gets her phone out and calls someone named Casper and tells them that the contact hasn't shown up because they've been waiting there for hours. And she goes invisible to go head back to uh, Melina. And Harris comes around the corner with the epic glasses on. And with those, he can see her and starts following her. Uh-oh. We, all, we then go back to Renatus where the Harris there puts on the glasses as well. And... Ren realizes, oh, they're using those to search for you, and this is, like, a trap. And they kind of, like, they're able to, like, dodge him a little bit, and she's like, I have to take the risk for my father because he's all I, I have. Oh, and you. your I also have you, Ren. And Ren's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Changed her tune a little bit. She's got her father and Ren. And Ren. Mm-hmm. We go back to Luke. <laughs> he's in his son's room. And his son has a lot of Ninth Wonder stuff, including a Ninth Wonder's um, blanket. <laughs> and several posters. I was trying to see it, but I didn't want to, like, reverse on my stream. Because I, I don't know if you've noticed, it doesn't like it that. It doesn't so. like that. I didn't either, but I saw it again later. It's like, I saw it was, like, the Aluru bed, like, cover on the bed. Amazing. Yeah. And I think a hero cover was one of the posters on the wall. One of the posters was... um. Uh, Monica. Yes, yes. St. Joan was in the back. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I couldn't remember the name of the character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Luke goes in there because he picks up a book, and it's one of those that you can put a, record a message on and play it back. And it's the son. He's like, you're the best daddy ever. I love you, daddy. Oh, and my God. And <laughs> gets him all gets him all upset, of course. So, yeah. Zachary Levi crying for 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> all right. So... We go back to where Tommy is being held, and we see this most wanted Evos list on the screen. And against the advice we just talked about, I did go back to pause to see if there's anyone interesting on it. And it was just Mohinder. <laughs> All the other people below him were no one of note that we know. So Stranger bitches, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just Mohinder on top. He's the most wanted. So we have Agent Cutler. That is the guy that grabbed him in the last episode. He comes in, and he's like... So, Tommy, what are you running from? Or should I call you Kevin, Michael, Justin? You have, like, five aliases. <laughs> and t- 
Tommy's like, I'm running from you and people like you. And are you going to make me disappear? You know, because his mother's had this in his head, like, you know, something bad's going to happen. And Agent Color asks for his real name. Tommy claims that it is Tommy. And then he's like, well, what's your real last name? Because it's not Clark. Tell me what your last name was from when you were adopted. And of course, Tommy's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, listen, your mom has O negative and you have type AB, which cannot happen. No matter what your father has, it cannot happen. He could be like A or B, but he can't be like AB. Couldn't you say that because he's an, an Evo or a special or whatever, that maybe those rules don't apply to him? It could be. It could be. Not in this instance. The guy's right. But I'm just saying, I wonder. Yeah. Because he's like, listen, Ann Clark is not your birth number. Wow. It's not your birth mother. And they need to find his birth parents in case they are unregistered too, because he is. And he starts running him through a little rigmarole, like, listen, you have to report if you have any changes in your power or if you get new abilities. And Tommy is, like, not listening because he's, like, super upset about, like, oh, my God, was I adopted? And he teleports himself out. The detective makes a call to lock down the hospital because Tommy is gone. And he opens the door and who is there but Penny Man. And he's like, "Mm, Penny for your thoughts, Agent Cutler. So Penny Man's back. Our true hero of the show. <laughs> and we will have an IMDb diversion to talk about who Agent Cutler is. Because <laughs> he does show Our up favorite. again. Uh, this is played by Dean Armstrong. And uh, he's an actor, but he's also known as being an acting coach. And he's coached like a whole bunch of people. And most of his nice. like acting credits are just like one off or two offs in shows. Uh, I'm trying to remember. Like... Has, he be- has he been on anything? Most recently, it looks like he has a larger role in Chapel White. Oh. And there was another one that I saw that he had, like, a he had a lot more in. Oh, he was on Queer as Folk. Oh, the new one? No, 2005. Oh! So I've probably seen him somewhere. Yeah, so he was on that as well. But he's shown up, like, an episode of Supernatural, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. A working actor. Yep. That's the IMD diversion. We got one more in this episode coming up, so we meet one more new person. <laughs> we do. Mm-hmm. But let's see. Before we do that, let's see Farah, who's now trying to go back to Melina. And there's a Harris following her still. And there's a scuffle. There's, you know, an altercation. And Melina ends up revealing herself. Whoops. <laughs> you should probably have kept yourself a secret, but I understand the impulse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So yeah, just a, just a fairly well, quick little scene there. There's one interesting thing in that scene. Because they're that. like, you know, I think I had a tail. And she's like, yeah, I think you did too. And he comes around. Harris is like, mm-hmm. where is the baby? The baby, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's not a baby anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Keep getting all these little hints that something weird's happening. So We do. And we know that, you know, she's been hidden for a reason. So we know that they know about her. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, where's the baby? She's right here, bitch. <laughs> I get perhaps. Perhaps. She's going to try to fuck you up, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, we go back to California, and uh, Carlos goes to the police station. Just dra- just straight up demanding to see Detective Deering. He's telling this uni about, like, my nephew's gone. This local priest is missing. Like, this guy knows what's up. I think he even did it. And I was like, don't say that to a cop. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, right. Oh, like, my God. Oh, my God. It could be true as hell. They, they all protect each other. It's a gang. Like, you don't say that. Um, so 
Yeah, he's like, yeah, you know, this this uh, this Deering guy, he's, you know, I, I, I want to see him. He knows where they are. And the uni's just like, yeah, okay. So he goes up to Deering. He's like, hey, this guy says you know something about a kidnapping. And we see that um, in the desks next to Deering's, um, some of his fellow detectives have just got their fancy new epic visors. And uh, because we, we this is foreshadowed early on that law enforcement was going to receive the information and the technology. So here we are. That happened really fast. Um, mm-hmm. So they've got their stuff and uh, they want to try it out. Obviously, boys and their toys. Am I right? So they put their little visors on and uh, Daring's like, wait, what? Because <laughs> he fucking knows <laughs> that he's one of them. They immediately find him out. They uh, they get in a fight. He tries to use his strength to fight back, but they get him. They overpower him. So Deering gets overpowered. Ha, sucks to suck. And uh, they're like, you should have told us, man. Now you know what we have to do to you now. And they drag him away. And Carlos kind of gets the sense of this. And he's like, oh, shit. And he bails. So yeah, sucks to suck, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think Carlos came more to kick a hornet's nest than actually thinking that something would happen. Like, he's trying to get, you know... Oh, 100%. ...deering yeah, out to yeah, just yeah. fucking see him, but it didn't exactly work as he'd hoped it would. Still, though, I was like, what do you think you're gonna accomplish? They're just gonna arrest you or something? <laughs> like... Mm-hmm. He's upset. His but old yeah. nephew's gone. Yeah, and also Father Miguel. Mauricio. Goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> we'll get used to the dames... The longer uh, I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a list. I'm gonna make a fucking list and I'm just gonna look at it every time we do these episodes. Yes. Cause even every time I say Carlos, I'm like, that's right. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, right. yep. God damn it. Mm-hmm. I hate myself. Alright. Um so that all happens and we go back to the Renatus campus and Erica's at this like special site that's like still under construction that's very secretive. And she goes inside, and there's something at the end of, um, you know, like a ramp. And it's like, okay, so, I mean, I've seen Stargate. I've seen Stranger Things. It's a portal, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I fucking know what a portal looks like. It's not secret. Um, they've got a portal, which is interesting. And some guy called Richard comes around. He's in charge of the project here, it would seem. And they start talking without... <laughs> They talk about the project without talking about the project, which is driving me crazy on yeah. um, this whole episode. Um, she calls it the next big bang without the noise or the mess. And it becomes very clear that they have the little box from earlier that they were moving when we saw Taylor and Noah and Quentin. And they take it and they can teleport it. Mm-hmm. They can take it and they can put it somewhere. We don't know where yet. Um, she's talking about, you know... We built an entire company around mining the power of Evos, but this is by far the most important. This one, by far, is the most important. And it's like, who are they talking about? Mm-hmm. So, I guess we'll find out down the line. Because Erica gets a phone call in the middle of all this, and it's Taylor. And she's all crocodile tears. Just like, Mom, I'm sorry. I was upset. I mean, for it to go so far. You know, all this bullshit. And uh, what's so funny to me is that um, Erica's clearly got her shit together. Her daughter's clearly a weakness. Mm-hmm. Like, cause she gets her to, to do what she wants. You know, she gets her to come home. Um, we see, you know, like, oh, can I just, I just want to talk to you. I just want to talk to you face to face. And we see Noah and Quentin are at the house waiting too. And she gets off the phone. She's just like, I've always been an excellent fake crier. 
And I was like, you got moxie. I kind of like you, kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They're going to try to confront Erica. (laughs) We will see what happens. Um, We do see one more scene outside of Renatus where A. Harris, I never know who Harris Prime is, so I just keep saying Mm -hmm. A. Harris in my notes um, until later. Uh, A. Harris grabs who he thinks might be the real Miko, but it's just a really, really good cosplayer. She looks very much like her. And as this is going on, we see Miko and Ren in the in the background, and they hide, and then they talk about how Erica is a very formidable foe, because there's, like, this really fucking egotistical um, picture of herself on the campus. And they see it, and they start talking about her. What's funny with the, with the uh, how they put the seeds in is because, like, there's obviously this portal there, but it happens, someone with, like, a fucking Nintendo-ass power glove comes up <laughs> and touches the seeds, <laughs> and then they vanish. Oh my god, I forgot that detail, because I was too busy struggling... My my streams kept dying. Okay, can I just make a plea to the universe to please put this on a platform? Even something like Tubi with ads. I yeah. don't give a mm-hmm. shit. Like, this is difficult. <laughs> I had to reload the episode so Same. Many times. I was having problems with this one, too. Yeah. Mine kept, like, freezing. It wasn't even me doing it for pausing them too mm-hmm. much. It just kept freezing. And I was like, God damn it. Damn. Anyway. So, yeah, I didn't even get to enjoy the detail of the power glove as much as I would have otherwise. Yeah, so it's clearly this power that she's like is one of the most important is something to do with teleportation, you know. Oh, who do we know who can teleport who is on the run? Mm, like, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's been mentioned but not is... seen? Hmm, interesting. So. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, other yeah. IMDb diversion. Richard, who is in this quite a fair bit, is played by Michael Theroux. Theroux? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. How do you spell it? Uh, T-H-E-R-R-I-A-U-L-T. Yeah, Theralt. All right. Probably. We'll say that. So let's give you some of his recent credits. He's on the Lock and Key TV series. He's in the Chucky TV series. <laughs> um, oh, I gotta watch that. He was on Rain. <laughs> Remember Rain? Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. He was on Hemlock Grove. Oh, man. I, I implore, is it still on Netflix even? Did they get rid of it? No idea. I implore anyone, if you want to see how janky early Netflix programming was, <laughs> try to watch an entire season of Hemlock Grove, if you can. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, Bill Skarsgård's in it, but that's not enough. <laughs> I've seen a lot of that show. <laughs> Uh, he was also on Covert Affairs. Oh. Uh, yeah. He's still working. Like I said, he's got a, some recent ones. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Ah, man, like, my my own diversion here. Um, Lock and Key sounds so different from the comics. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't watched it. And I'm probably not going to. Which, <laughs> if if you've been on the journey of the Lock and Key adaptation with me, like Rachel has been, she's probably very surprised to hear me say that. <laughs> I'm surprised, but not. I mean, if we look at the iZombie a- adaptation and how you were like, oh, I'm mm. not going to watch it. And then you, we, you know, eventually watched it. <laughs> and then I did. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but like, this is different. Oh, this is different. Like, Lock and Key is one of my favorite comics. And I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, it doesn't, it's not looking like it's going to give me what I want. And I have a coworker who was watching it and I just have, I was talking to him about it. And it sounds so different. And I'm just like, oh, man. Man. At least they got an ending, though. Good for them. Because, you know, not a lot of Netflix stuff doesn't. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But, yeah. And I really want to watch Chucky. I keep forgetting that. I got to watch Chucky. I'd watch that. Yeah. I don't know if Netflix takes off original programming. 
even if they've canceled I, it. I'm just sat here going, like, I haven't seen Hemlock Grove in a while on, like, the, like and I scroll forever, so. Yeah, you gotta see now. <laughs> but it, it still shows as Watch Now on Netflix. They just probably aren't promoting it. It's just buried. Yeah. It never existed. Oh, I love that. I wonder who he played on there. Because he looked kind of familiar to me. It's like Klaus, I believe his name was. God, I might actually even know who that is. Um, yeah. Hemlock Grove. Woo. <laughs> it's fucking wild. It's somehow really gasp-inducing and really boring all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest sin to me. Like, if you can be a, a cheesy, campy, corny thing all you want, but if you're boring, the fuck out of here. <laughs> if you're boring, go home. Go home. Nobody wants you. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. He's also a working actor. Good Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. So far, most of the people that we've been talking about for Reborn are still very much working. Unlike some of the people on Heroes that we every once in a while would bring up. So That's true. That's very true. Let's go see some more real world bigotry. Yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. Tommy teleports back in front of his house and we see his landlord taping an eviction notice on his door. He's like, we don't rent to Evos, and because you're unregistered, I can, you know, do this. You have 30 days to comply. And Tommy's like, what the fuck? (laughs) So, yeah, that kind of bullshit. I'm always entertained by, like, how nervous the humans are, and they should be, when they're, like, doing things like that. You know, he doesn't know what Tommy can do. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. Everyone's a siler in their mind, you know? And they should be, because fuck these humans. <laughs> Even though arguably these humans don't know who Siler is, and it's more like they're all Mohinder no. Suresh in their mind, I guess would be. I know. They're all like, oh, he could be the next Mohinder oh, Suresh. Oh, God. What can a you... wild turn of events. <laughs> Just thinking about that right now, it's fucking wild to say, like. Isn't that fucking insane? They're all scared of Mohinder <laughs> when siler fully still exists in this universe he is out there he's doing his thing like yeah oh my god it's wild he's mohinder is the boogeyman to humans do you understand Mm -hmm. that that's crazy Mm -hmm. that is absolutely crazy it must give siler the heartiest of chuckles (laughs) mm -hmm. my lord inside at least since it seems like He's on okay terms with Noah Bennett because, again, the mention in the whatever episode and Noah's not actively right, trying to do right, whatever, right. so. Yeah, well, we know, I mean, we haven't read the book or anything, but we know what Siler and Peter are supposed to be off doing. Yeah, he's hanging so. out with Peter Petrelli right now, so. He's with his new best friend and probably more, and uh, they're off being little freedom fighters. Yeah. And it's just, I always think of, I always think of the show that's not happening in my head. Like, I'm like, aw. <laughs> Uh, just whenever, whenever this type of shit's happening, like, poor Tommy's just this kid and this guy's being a total racist asshole to him. Yeah. I'm just like, I hope Siler's out there giving you humans a reason to feel mm-hmm. that way. <laughs> I really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I hope Peter's kind of letting it. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Because we all see what happens when Peter loses faith in humanity. Like, yeah. And, and, and after everything that's happened, I don't think that, I don't think that he would be feeling very, like kind toward a lot of it so and i think all of what we know is from pre june 13th yeah so like think about that they're probably really like in it now anyway let's go to melina and farah because melina's like who the hell was that and farah's like it was renatus and they don't know how they found them <laughs> and farah's like we cannot let them catch us <laughs> so 
They're freaking out. Going to Luke, who's watching a family video now of him and his son. Oh my god! <laughs> making a little <laughs> wooden boat and taking it out to sail. And <laughs> he's, he call. He makes a phone call to someone named Marcy, and he's like, "I need to talk to Don right away. Have him come over." So I don't know who Marcy and Don are, but we'll find out, I guess, here in a minute. <laughs> Oh my god! The tour of sadness, yep. like Jesus, talk about wallowing. He gets eaten. But to be Go ahead. no, to be fair, I bet they didn't even give themselves time to do that. So yeah, you know, I think they went straight to yes. anger. And so this is pretty. This is pretty to be expected. Yeah. <laughs> Still though, it's just funny that they're devoting an entire like scenes as an episode to it. And he's like cutting in between because oh literally he's like th- the middle of the sandwich that is um <laughs> Melina and Farah because we go back to them <laughs> and Farah can't get through on her phone at all. And the men come up behind him. They keep running again. And Melina's like, they can't keep running. I'll stop them. And so she goes to stand her ground when. Guess who rolls out from Madam Darkness or the Shadow or whatever they, they call shadow. her? Shadow! Shadow comes around and starts using these, like, dark tendrils. And suddenly, Melina can't use her powers. That's and Farah ends up getting shot. And they flee because, like, oh, Melina can't use her powers, but, like, Farah can't run very far. And she gives Melina an envelope that's all covered in blood now. And she's like, when the time comes, all the answers you need are inside. Run. And Melina runs, and she climbs on top of a lumber truck, and like kind of like nestles herself in between the logs and covers herself up with a tarp. So, yeah, all the answers she needs are in this little Manila envelope. When the time comes, open it. But not yet. We're only on episode five. Oh my god! Right? Like, just fucking <laughs> tell me an answer already. We'll go over to Tommy now because Emily is just chilling in her room, and Tommy pops in, and she's like, "Tommy," and they hug. And she's like, you okay? And he's like, no, I'm not okay. And it's not going to all be okay. (laughs) And he's like, my mom isn't my mom. And I don't even know if my name is real. And she's like, whoa, 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 chill. (laughs) She's like, lots of people are adopted. And, you know, people can be test tube or surrogate babies. But it's kind of messed up she lied to you. And Tommy is upset. She's like, listen, you need to go talk to her and give her a chance to explain. You can't just, like be upset like in your little vacuum you need to go talk to your mom so Mm. yeah tommy's upset Ah. i'm trying to remember who is more upset claire or tommy finding out they were adopted like claire found out because she found out when she was younger off screen yeah yeah because i think and i'm sure she was probably like okay with it like ultimately like confused probably but because i think there was a flashback in company matt when noah had to finally get his glasses and Claire, it was one of the Noah flashback episodes. She's sitting there like, so am I going to need glasses yeah. like you and Grandpa? And it was kind of like, no. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Claire, I got something to tell you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she got to find out from her parent and not from asshole detective. Some guy. asshole. Yeah. 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 He's just, I love how he's being very like teenage boy about the whole thing. He's just, just very like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. It works. So. So we go back to Miko and Ren, and they're watching Ah Harris take the sword from the building. I think it's Harris Prime. Who knows? They don't tell Who us anymore. Knows? No, they don't. Um, so we see him loading the sword into a car, and Ren runs off. He sneaks his phone into the car. Is it like the gas thing? 
Yeah, I think it's like underneath the gas cap cover. Doesn't seem like a good idea, but um, I'm just remembering that episode of Brainiac where they did the static electricity from a cell phone at a petrol station. <laughs> it's all I could ever think about when I think of cell phones and, and cars and gas now. Um, so anyway, he sneaks his phone into the car and then runs back. And he's a smart boy, though, because he can use his phone to track, you know, the location of the sword as they drive away because he's got his little laptop with him. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah clever boy yeah once again ren's just like in control he is like such a great compatriot for miko to have Mm -hmm. he's he's uh he's very capable yes he's like real world capable and then she's capable in the in the game and then he's also uh, capable in the game and so it's like yeah i like them as a duo same yeah um we see um back at the police station deering's former colleagues are hauling his ass away in a van and they're using, like, the setup that we very much saw in, like, Fugitives with, like, the vest and the nose tube and everything. Yep. Thanks, Nathan. Um, <laughs> even in death, you continue to suck. <laughs> Lol. Hee hee hee. Yeah. So they're loading him up and he's, you know, because he's nose tubed out, he can't do anything about it. And we see Alvangador come on the scene. And finally, he has his, like... You know, he he went from, like, his, like, shoddy beginnings to, like, now he's, like, Dark Knight Batman. He's gonna kick your fucking ass. <laughs> and it was very, very pleasing to watch. Um, he he went for, you know, these cops, and, you know, he, he gets the upper hand. I think mostly because of his, like, weird hydraulics that he built into yep. it. He, he's like, uh, he's like when Ripley's in the suit in Aliens. <laughs> you know, like, he's stronger and faster. Um... So it's uh, my favorite thing, though, is that when this happened, Deering immediately tries to run away. And Carlos is like, no, 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 we're not doing that. He's like, I could leave you here or, you know, you could just take me to where they are. And he reluctantly agrees. And he takes them over to the Vegamobile and he opens the trunk. And Deering's like, really? And he's like, yeah, really? And he throws it in. <laughs> so fun. Yep. Get in. Yeah, reeling, you prick. Yeah. <laughs> We're not forgetting that you sucked. <laughs> when Carlos fucking punched her that windshield, not the windshield, the, the driver's side window, I was like, he punched the driver so hard, he probably fucking died because there's, like, blood everywhere. <laughs> Again, it's the Batman thing. Yeah. Batman doesn't kill, Rachel. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But he totally does because you can't live through that shit. Yep. Oh, that classic, that classic video Pat Oswalt's in where they talk about how many people Batman's probably killed. A lot. Mm-hmm. You can't do that to people. You can't hit them that hard. They'll die. Yep. It doesn't work. Um, so back over at Erica's house, um, she comes in in kind of a huff and Taylor's like, I'm sorry I interrupted your day. And Erica's like, you know what? It seems like you're always sorry about something. And she's like, well, I wanted answers. And she's like, but you didn't trust me to give them to you. And this whole thing is like, you know, it's this whole thing about your friend Francis. And they start, you know, kind of talking about that. And and Taylor's like, yeah, you didn't tell me what happened to him or the others. And she claims that she's saving the future that we've squandered. But she's still being so vague about it. It drives me crazy. She brings up the Molly thing to her. And, and all of a sudden, after this is all happening... 
with these like very specific accusations, Erica gaslights her own daughter. And she's like, you're using again, aren't you? And we see that Taylor has had a, a past with drugs, apparently. Mm-hmm. And um, she's like, well, I don't believe you. And she says that she, you know, isn't on anything. And we see no one quit and walk out. And they're like, well, I do. <laughs> and it's like, oh, hey, Erica. Long time, buddy. And uh, I love how Erica's like, obviously she's not pleased, but she's not like that thrown back. She's very in control, which mm-hmm. I can appreciate. Because a woman like that would be. And she's like, no, you're so dramatic. You could have just knocked. And, <laughs> and she looks over to Taylor and she's like, and you, you broke my heart. I was like, oh, whatever. You don't have a heart to break. Let's do this. <laughs> like, come on. Noah likes the drama. He does. Do you really even know him? Like, yeah. He lives for this shit. And then they had, like, an ad break or something, and then they came back. Mm-hmm. And Quentin immediately comes in hot. <laughs> he wants to know where his sister is. And Noah's like, okay, okay, you guys, just give me a minute alone with her. We're going to talk. So he walks Erica out of the room, and he's got his gun with him. And Erica's like, you know, when Renata took over Primatech, I considered you one of my greatest assets. And Noah is the one who goes in hot this time. He's like, did you kill my daughter? And she's, like, actually very put off. She's like, I had nothing to do with Claire's death. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, what about Hiro Nakamura? And she's like, dude, they died at the summit along with the rest. And he's like, well, Molly Walker, you're going to claim her blood isn't on your hands? And Erica gets all annoyed. She's like, she just couldn't get past her own selfishness and fear to realize that, you know, what she needs to be part of is bigger than herself. And she turns it around on Noah. She's like, you know what? You've grown soft. And I'm like, yeah, because he finally sees them as people. And you don't. Like, mm-hmm. We finally have, you know reach that part of Noah's journey. So um, she's like, I, I, why should I tell you anything when you're the one who chose to forget and, you know, to protect, you know, like that. And he's like, to protect what? And she's like, you mean who, don't you? And then right when we could have got a fucking answer of value, <laughs> stupid ass Harris arrives and he's got the sword and he's got his gun and he, you know, trains it on Noah. And so Noah ends up, you know, getting cornered. And Noah sees the sword. He knows what sword that is right away. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he absolutely recognizes that sword. So, yeah. Fucking Harris. We almost we almost learned something of value. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. We got eight episodes uh, left. Gotta stretch this shit out. Yep. <laughs> Can't give it away all at once. We sure could. We sure could have had like a seven episode series. It wasn't it. We listen at this time. We were still paring down how long a series should be. I know, you know, I know I'm realistic about it, but still like now I watch a series. I'm like, it could be eight episodes. It could be 10. I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting spoiled by Disney plus and they're like six episode season. <laughs> they don't always do six. So there's eight episode ones. No, I know, but you know what I mean. Like, it's just like, yeah, economy of storytelling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very rare I want a show to be longer these days, so. Yeah. Most shows just don't have it. They don't have it in them. I mean, like, look at something like, uh, like Better Call Saul, which just ended. Their seasons were usually, like, ten episodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Even then they had filler. They could have trimmed some of that, you know. Yeah. So. It's about mm-hmm. the journey, Keisha, not the destination. Yeah, the journey could be a little shorter. We could stop taking as many bathroom breaks. So. <laughs> Just saying. All right, moving on. Okay. Um, Dawn arrives at Luke's place. And we it looks like Dawn is like a dentist, because I think he had like a tooth on his fucking jacket. 
And Luke's like, how much would you pay for my share of the practice? So clearly Luke used to be a dentist as well. And Don's like, oh, I don't have time for all this right now. And Luke's like, just write me a check and you can have it. And he's like, well, are you making a change or just retiring? And Luke's like, atoning. So I don't know what he's got in his head that he's going to do, but Mm -hmm. yeah, got a little bit of Luke backstory. He was a dentist. Mm -hmm. Back at Erica's place. A Harris has Noah at gunpoint. (laughs) Erica said Richard called and said it was important. And Harris is all, Richard thinks everything is important, even his coffee. (laughs) And she's like, well, check anyway and see if it's important, you know, when we're done here. And another Harris walks in and brings in Quentin and Taylor. And it's like, what do we want to do with them? And before Erica can answer, Miko barrels through the glass back door. Because this house is like, got so many fucking windows and glass on it. It's one of those really like, you know, nice, fancy houses, whatever. I'm telling you, I've, I've thought this since the movie Heat. Don't have a house like that. It's <laughs> like the easiest house to get into. And sure enough, Miko barrels through the glass, runs in and snatches the sword and two, two of the Harrises leave, ushering Erica out. And the other Harris tells her to drop the sword, and she opens it, vanishing. And we see Quentin come up and knock out the last Harris. Uh, we go outside. Ren's waiting outside for her. And he sees Noah exit, like, looking around the house. And then um, Miko reappears behind him. And he does a little yetta. <laughs> <laughs> And she thanks him for his help. And she's like, well, now it's time to get back into Evernell and to rescue my father. And he's all, don't worry, Reckless friend has your back. And she heads on into the game. So They're so cute. Yep, they're adorable. She just barrels into the other storyline and then it's like, It was so Fuck good. Out. That was like one of my favorite moments of the show so far. She's just like, fuck this. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Getting my sword. Enough of a distraction for everyone else involved as well, so... Well, yeah, this story has not been, like, anywhere near this so far. So they're like, what? Mm -hmm. Yep. So let's go over to Tommy. Tommy pops into his mom's room. And she's awake. Yay, it looks like the blood worked. And she's like, oh, my God, what did you, are you okay? What did you tell them? And he's like, well, I couldn't tell the truth because I don't have it. And she's (laughs) like, Nathan, listen. And you know what? That's not his name that we know him by. No, it sure is not. <laughs> and he's all, Nathan, is that even my name? Who am I? Where did I come from? And she's like, listen, you're my son no matter what name you're using. You'll always be my son. And she's like, there was never a good moment to tell you, and I'll tell you everything. And before she can do that, Penny Man shows up and he's like, Anne, really? Are you ready to tell him everything? Yeah, she is. Shut up and get out of the room. <laughs> So, yeah, another name being reused? Because she's like, Nathan. Nathan! Wow. Interesting. Interesting, indeed. Yeah. Huh. So, after that, we see Quentin and Harris and Taylor. And Quentin's all fired up and emotional. Mm -hmm. He is just like, ah, about this whole thing. And we just see them for, like, a moment. And then we go back over. And the Penny Man is like, you know, yeah, of course she knows me, bro. And he's like... Tommy's like, are you my dad? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, why have you been following me? And he's like, you're very important. Mm-hmm. I couldn't lose you both if you went and tried to save your dad when you found out. And so it's like, huh, what the hell's going on with the secret of his dad? And they say, you have a destiny. Humanity has one last hope for survival. And part of it rests on your shoulders. You're going to help save the world. And Tommy's like, 
Nar, and he's like, <laughs> he, he spooks himself out of there instead. Yep. I'm not doing that. He's like, no thanks. <laughs> yep, yep. No, no to your destiny. Goodbye. <laughs> yep. Because to be fair, that's a lot to put on a kid's shoulders all of a sudden. So I like it because Tommy's like, well, how long have you been following me, Penny guy? And he's like, oh, a year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that, yeah, like, I had to take you away before you found out. Because if you did, uh-huh. you'd try to save your dad. And I couldn't lose you uh-huh. both. So, yeah. What the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. Don't worry, they won't tell us. Okay, so... <laughs> go over... They don't. So we go over to Luke, and we're finishing up his sadness tour, because he's in his son's room again, and he is holding a picture of Joanne and his son, and it's and it catches fire. And at first it seems like maybe it's an accident, because, you know, emotions trigger the adrenaline, which, you know, causes the abilities and those who can't control them. That's a thing. That's a thing since day one of the show. Mm-hmm. But then it becomes very clear, like, no, it's not an accident. He throws it on the ground while it's still on fire. He takes off his wedding ring and he throws that in the flames as well. And he lets the fire catch in the whole room as he only saves one thing from it, which is the little sailboat that they made together. And he walks out. And he leaves as the house is, uh, it's on fire. The fire's spreading. It's taking the whole house down with it. Mm-hmm. So Luke and his little boat are, are off to begin a new chapter, I suppose. <laughs> Here, here's what I wrote in my notes. And I quote, okay. honestly, how shitty with how close all those houses are to his, but he's a piece of shit, so I what mean, should I expect? <laughs> what should you expect? He's extremely self-centered. <laughs> oh... Yeah, that's the thing about, like, trying to do a dramatic fire, right? Is it's like, um, hi, yeah, fire doesn't care about your emotions. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. gonna do what it does. Yeah. So, you literally probably burned down the whole block. Good job, buddy. I mean, unless that's your thing, like, maybe Meredith, you could control it to, like, just burn a single house down. But that's yeah, not what he yeah, is. Like, that's not his deal. No, it's not. No, it's not. So, yeah. Yeah. He's like Little Luke. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> are you like that? Big Luke and Little Luke? <laughs> Oh, delightful. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, So we go back over and we see Melina hiding on the lumber truck and she's holding the envelope. And instead of opening it and giving us any kind of answers, she just cries. Yeah. Um, so moving on from that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting annoyed. I'm like, this is going to enter filler territory real fast. Well, I um, will so. finish and then I'll tell you about God. Okay. Yeah. Um, we see back at the little, like, special site, Erica arrives with Harris's, um, and Richard's like, okay, so, here's the thing. Things are happening way more quickly than we anticipated. And we see this little, um, like, graphic on the screen. He talks about how with the magnetic poles are reversing, it's just, it's gonna annihilate us, and fast, Mm -hmm. when the solar flare hits. And so, Erica's just like, hmm, well, you know, starting over's never pretty. To be continued. Yep. 96% yeah. of all species wiped out in a matter of days. Yeah. Extinction event, buddy. Yep. So that's why we're seeing the northern lights, because the poles are reversing. Mm-hmm. Something's not right. Yeah. Interesting. The earth is dying. Very interesting. Yeah. That's kind of the whole thing of the episode, right? Like, oh, it's interesting. I'd love to learn more. And they're like, would you? And then they spit in your face. Yep. <laughs> it's like... Like, too bad. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Because I'm in the same boat as you where I'm like, how do we still have eight episodes of this? How? Because I was looking at the titles and we have another episode. And then, like, I think June 13th, part one and two. And then we've got the rest of the episodes after that. Well, I'm excited for June 13th because I remember liking that episode because of all the stuff that goes down. Mm-hmm. It's like our little, our little, you know, flashback fill-in fucking four months ago type thing. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Things are not what they seem at the summit, as you may have figured out at this point. Yep, we'll, we'll get all the details of that and, like, what's happened with Claire and... And I think the boat has significance. It might. It might. I think it did. I think it did. It wasn't just, like, a nostalgia thing. I think it actually ends up having something, like, in it or on it or something. Mm, gotcha. I think. I'm just speculating. I haven't seen this since it aired, and I've only watched them once. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. But I thought the boat had, like, something to it. There's some stuff here that I feel like if you had watched it at the same time as me, we could have done a lot more, like, crackpotting and speculating. Oh, probably. Because I know I watched it week to week, and you waited till it was done. Yeah, and I watched, like, little chunks of it or whatever. Oh, yeah, you you did it in little things, so yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where was the camaraderie, Keisha? (laughs) (laughs) The same place that uh, Quinto and uh, Ventimiglia were. Because <laughs> I was real sour about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Indeed. Not a bad episode. We got a lot more, like, teasing hints. Oh, so much teasing, though. We're getting edged real hard, man. Joanne wasn't in it. Joanne wasn't in it. And I can't remember I if in episodes... I don't remember what happens to her. I can't remember if in episodes before this we were calling her Joan or Joanne. I don't remember and I feel like it changed sometimes when people would say it, too, on the show, and that's why I was... It's... Right? Okay, because it's Joanne. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. he says but Joanne... Because he calls off... I swear off to, to God they've said Joanna. I swear they've said Joanna. And I thought it was, like, Joan a couple times. I don't know. Because he clearly, when he goes in the house, calls out for Joanne. Yes. But I swear he called her Joan before. <laughs> I don't know. I swear he called her Joanna before. <laughs> I don't know. Me neither. That's fine. Just gaslighting ourselves. I don't know. I guess so. We're probably we probably are. All right. Well, yeah. episode. Yeah, another one in the book. Yeah, we're doing it. <laughs> it's happening. Um, <laughs> didn't slap. Wasn't terrible. No, it's no, fine. Yeah. <laughs> the the heroes reborn seal of approval. It was, it was fine. fine. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't hate it. I guess <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> I guess. Anything else of note for the episode before we wrap it up? Um, I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so, no. I think that pretty much nailed it. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Um, that was, uh, yeah, our fifth episode of 13, so there's several more still to come, of Heroes Reborn. And eventually we're gonna have another podcast, maybe, mm-hmm. probably. We need to work on that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um... Because we could talk about all the things that we could talk about that we talked about this week, like evil and what we do in the shadows and all that fun stuff. I think we'll do, once American Horror Stories has wrapped their chunk of episodes, we'll Uh start off with an episode on that. I think that would be pretty good. I've been thinking about it actually while we've been watching it, like what I would say about the episodes. Mm -hmm, Same. This week's was pretty okay. I liked Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I was real, I was up and down about it in the middle, but I was like, okay, okay, you got me at the end. It's been fun how they've been rolling them out, how they've been, like, announcing the cast of the week that week. Mm-hmm. And just being kind of vague about the stories until the week of. Yeah. Like, I think that's kind of fun. 
Yeah. So you never quite know what you're going to get. No. But you really, it should be like that for an anthology. You shouldn't, you shouldn't have any idea. So, so look forward to us talking about that more on a uh-huh. special standalone episode. Instead of being in the Eclipse feed, it'll be in the new podcast feed. The new, the new podcast. Yes. Yeah. Podcast. Um, but yeah, so thank you for joining us on this show. Um, if you would like to follow us, our socials are as follows. Our Twitter is at Eclipse Podcast. Um, if you'd like to email us, we're um, eclipsepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to follow our individual accounts, uh, Rachel is at that burb there over on Twitter. Burb with a B like. Oh, duh. Burb with a B like boat. I just saw it right before you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little sailboat. If you want to follow my Twitter, I'm at lady underscore snark, S-N-A-R-K. Rachel, what are you tweeting about? Nothing still. (laughs) And and so I will take the lead and say that um, Better Call Saul ended this week. It's the end of the Breaking Bad world. I was a little emotional. It was so perfect. It was so good. And, uh... Watch The Gray Man on Netflix. It's fucking tight. <laughs> it's just fucking. It's just fucking Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans at each other's throats, and it's as hot as you would expect, and uh, it's great. I love it. Excellent. I'm absolutely not spending hours on fanfic for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the the Riddler Wells kind of dried up, so <clears throat> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, these things happen. So yeah. um... I don't know what what else what else is there left to say? Let's close it off. Um, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being on this journey with us. If you've stuck around, um, it's it's definitely a different vibe than when we watched Heroes. That's for sure. But um, not as negative as I was fearing it might be. So, yeah, um, no, no, yeah, it's no. all right. It's all right. I just I don't have that much emotional investment in it, sadly. So I'm just mm-hmm. like okay. Um, but. Yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. I can't say next week, because it's been more like every other week. But, you know, things happen. People are busy, you know. It's yeah. the, the dog days of summer. Um, we'll see you when we see ya. Thanks, everybody. Love ya. Mwah. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs> Mwah. Mwah. <laughs>